0: Greenlight Network presents Football Time. Three, two, one. Hey, hey, and welcome to the Football Time show. We're halfway through the college football season. We enter week seven. And it is going to be a fun week. Not a lot of games to talk about, but a handful of really good games this week. So uh, uh, there's some big ones this week for sure. Uh, another tough week for the dynamite in the uh, picks column. I must say, uh, the only thing good about continuing to lose is you lose less and less each week because you're putting less and less money. So a thousand dollar loss again this week that brings your balance down to fourteen thousand three hundred and ninety eight. You did have a couple good picks. Uh, I don't think there were a lot to choose from but your six point teaser uh with tennessee plus three louisville plus three kansas state plus four was a nice little uh plus 160 teaser and of course texas minus seven versus oklahoma looked like a genius move the one who did not look like a genius move was you putting 462 dollars on the nevada wolfback uh on the year so uh Tough week, but uh, nonetheless, you probably have boycotted Nevada for the rest of the year. Yeah. I will at least say.
1: I probably should have done that a few weeks sooner, but uh, <laughs> finally done with them uh, now that they've lost to Colorado State.
0: Yes, uh, I had uh, I had a losing week, but I I only lost fifty one dollars, so uh, I. <laughs> I, my balance is down to thirty thousand twenty two fifty five. So, uh, I had a not great week, but I, I sort of broke even pretty much. Uh, I had a couple, uh, decent picks. Uh, the South Carolina plus three 10 money line, uh, was really good because yeah. I, you know, by the time the game start, that was almost like a three point spread. Uh, when we did our show, it was six, seven point spread. Uh, And then my Buffalo Bulls, uh, minus two versus Bowling Green for 500 was pretty good. Speaking of taking big bad teams with the uh, big money, New Mexico plus three and a half for Wyoming uh, for five hundred dollars. Uh, they did enough to tease me up fourteen uh, nothing. Give up a cheap touchdown right before half, and then it goes terrible in the second half. And then just the gut punch of the week: uh, Memphis up twenty eight to six, and somehow it does not come away with the win. Up twenty eight to six with about eight minutes left in the fourth quarter so uh houston uh just continually finds a way to uh ruin my week now they didn't totally ruin my week because uh i got a little in-game action on houston i I figure either houston's down big and they're going to make their comeback or they're up big and they're going to lose so if you're playing live lines just see what houston's doing in the fourth quarter and take the opposite uh, of that but uh nonetheless losing week for us both uh we'll try to pull out a winning week this week uh what did you make of this week's games
1: yeah well, you know we've got a lot of good matchups uh, undefeated teams you know uh some stuff that are really going to be uh, meaningful games as far as it comes to conference standings you know uh i'm personally biased in the tennessee alabama matchup but you know the big 10's got michigan penn state um you know uh clemson and florida state i think that means a little bit nc state syracuse uh You know, Syracuse is still undefeated, so uh, NC State needs a win there. But uh, a lot of good matchups, and, uh, you know, I probably missed some there. Just go through them. But, uh, you know, USC has to go into Utah. That's going to be another interesting one. So uh, I I think the volume isn't there this week, but the quality is there and a good handful of games.
0: Definitely so. All right. So let's start it, out in state. The state goes to Syracuse. Syracuse, uh, continues their hot start. They were off last week. So two weeks to prepare for this game, but, uh, NC state, uh, had a nice win versus, uh, FSU, not pretty, uh, but coming off the Clemson, uh, loss, they, uh, sort of bounced back there. So NC state to Syracuse. I-, I know we differed on this a little bit. I didn't really go strong, uh, straight bet Syracuse wise, but, uh, I just, I don't trust NC State going on the road up to Syracuse, but uh, you're pretty big on uh, NC State here. So uh, what'd you like about the matchup here versus NC State?
1: Yeah, I just, I, I really like their defense and, you know, they they really are, are good at keeping control of the game and, uh, you know, their offensive struggles. I think, I think Syracuse is a little bit more susceptible than people think. I think they, you know, they beat Purdue in a, in a weird little uh, second half shootout, but Uh, they may be able to work their magic at home, but I I think the defense of NC State is going to shine in this one.
0: Yeah, I I just, like I said, I I didn't totally trust them on the road. Now, uh, the four-and-a-half number certainly is is pretty nice, especially if you sort of uh, look back at, like, the beginning of the year. This line probably would have been about – 8-10 8-10 uh, for NC State, and uh, now you're all the way flipped to uh, Syracuse as a 4.5-point favorite. It'll be interesting to see, you know, how Syracuse plays. They, they really haven't played a lot of competition other than that uh, Purdue matchup with the—I uh, I mean, they sort of won it. Uh, it was— You know, both teams trading touchdowns late after doing nothing for three quarters. So it'll be interesting to see how uh, Syracuse responds in this game versus another big time team, especially with the Clemson game, uh, you know, upcoming the uh, next week where Syracuse is uh, sort of played Clemson tough in the ACC the last handful of years.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I just... I I, will see what the real Syracuse is after this week. I think they're kind of a little bit of a pretender and uh, NC state's just, I think they're the real deal, even though they've got that loss to, to Clemson. Uh, But you know that they, you know, Clemson may prove me wrong. You know, Florida state had a a shot to win the game there at the end last week against NC state and stupidly threw the ball at the 20 yard line when a field goal would win the game. So uh, we'll see, Uh, you know, it all depends on the health of NC state's quarterback. I think he's going to play. He got knocked out in that last game, but I think he's supposedly, going to play this weekend, so uh, it should be a really good game.
0: Yeah. All right. Let's move to Clemson, Florida State. Uh, this one's interesting because I, w- I was reading some more stuff about the line, which uh, uh, you pointed to me and thought it was low. It, it looks low to me. And uh, actually, a, a lot of the online books open this as a seven point Clemson favorite. And then I, I think it was Circa out in Las Vegas, you know, who's one of the ones that all these, uh, you know, sort of online books and all the little ones take from, uh, put it at five, and, and then it's worked its way as everybody sort of uh, moved it down to five, uh, has worked its way back down to three-and-a-half. So interesting line movement there, especially since really three-and-a-half to five uh, doesn't really matter that much overall in sort of uh, point total numbers, four, five, five five-and-a-half. Isn't all that big, you know, once you get to six, then it starts getting, but uh, what do you make of this game? Interesting line movement, because I... at seven, I, I do think I would probably stay away from Clemson, but uh, when it's down hovering around three and a half, uh, I I really do like Clemson here. Now, I didn't end up putting this in my straight bets, but you have it in yours, so uh, what did you like uh, Clemson, Florida State here?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm really confused by this line. I, you know, you explained some of it there, but... I don't know the reasoning behind it because, in my opinion, I think Clemson's really hit their stride these last couple weeks. Uh, The offense has started to show up. They're hitting on all cylinders. Their defense is still consistently pretty good. Uh, So, I'm shocked by this. I think Florida State's kind of not really been that impressive this year. Uh, You know, their wins were against teams they should have beaten, and and those were hard to come by. So, I think Clemson's really going to dominate this game. So, yeah, I I think you're safe to take this one all the way up to seven. Then you start getting a little worried, but – I I like this at three and a half for sure.
0: Yeah, I I certainly like it at three and a half. I think I have it in a couple of my parlays. I think I have it in a couple of my money line parlays. I got a couple of those that are sitting like at 170, uh, 220, and I paired a couple of those up uh, where I think the better team sort of has, uh, you know, a a nice line there, and you pair them up with the other one, and you sort of are hovering around even a little bit over even in in those two-team money line parlays, but I – I don't know. Something about it just told me not to take it straight. Uh, I think last year Florida State was it. Didn't they upset them? Uh, and we had a head to head. And I think I hit it weirdly because Florida State scored some weird touchdown there at the end. And I think it was like one of the three wins Florida State ended up having on the year. But uh, that that was a totally different Clemson team. You you've mentioned it. They seem to have. I wouldn't say they're a juggernaut on offense, but they've at least found a a rhythm and are consistently able to score, you know, 24 to 30 points, which they were really struggling doing, and the defense has, you know, continued to be solid year in and year out. All right, so uh, bets for the ACC. I don't have any uh, straight bets here in the ACC, so what are you looking at in the ACC here?
1: Yeah, I'm taking those two games we talked about. I like Clemson minus the three and a half for sure. Uh, That's one of my bigger plays. Uh, Well, I say bigger. I'm going two units on that, $288. dollars i got to get some money in the bank uh, built back up. And then a little play, $144 on NC State plus the four and a half. Uh, I think that's already moved down to three. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's moving a little bit there, but I think NC State should win this game.
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting, certainly, to watch that one and, and see how NC State does on the road. I didn't have any really great matchups in the AAC uh, this week. And uh, the one I, you know, that may be a little bit worth talking about, uh, Smoo versus Navy, I, I took in my straight bets. So uh, I have Smoo minus the 12.5 versus Navy, who's played actually pretty well. Uh, this yep. year had a solid game versus Air Force 10-7 that they lost, Uh win over East Carolina. They won last week as well. So, uh, But really what I, I did to look at this game, I put SMU and Memphis in and around about the same level. And uh, when Navy went to Memphis and played, uh, it was about 37 to, you know, uh, I think 13, maybe 17. It was a blowout game. So this 12-and-a-half line, SMU had a has had a tough stretch scheduling-wise uh, the last Couple weeks, so I think going back home and, and playing Navy, uh, they ought to put it on a pretty good. So I liked the SMU minus uh, minus 12 and a half for 250 for me. Uh, doesn't look like you have anything in the AAC. Uh, there really wasn't a lot. I, I think there were a lot of buys, uh, this week in the AAC.
1: Yeah, I think that's part of the reason why our volume's down. I think there's a lot of teams that have buys uh, picking up this week. Uh, you know, you mentioned I, I looked at this one, but you know, I had Air Force in that Air Force Navy matchup, and and yeah. I saw how tough Navy competed, so that kind of got me to back away from this one. But uh, yeah, we'll see. That,
0: uh, that Navy's so, one of those
1: teams where they can kind of keep it really ugly, where they can just completely get run run out of the the stadium. So. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it was one of those where I I think the initial line sort of is there to sort of scare you off at that 12-and-a-half, and And, and that's why I I sort of looked, uh, because I knew Navy had been playing well, but, you know, uh, I, I saw that Memphis game, and... You know, that's probably the best team Navy had played so far this year, and they got handled pretty good. So, you know, going to SMU, I I thought it would be, you know, a a similar type scoreline. So I'm willing to grab the, you know, sort of big two touchdown favorite there. Uh, Let's move to the Big 12. I don't know if i classify this as a big game, uh, but it's an interesting game. Uh, nonetheless, yep. uh, you know, it, it lost a little bit of luster with uh, Daniels, uh, you know, going out for Kansas. But the uh, backup uh, North Texas kid who, you know, I, I watched play a little bit the last handful of years uh, as North Texas came in, played pretty well. You know, he's a veteran and a solid quarterback. He, he's not as dynamic as Daniels. But if you watch that game uh, versus TCU, he was throwing good ball. So if he continues to throw good balls, uh, I I look at this game as a a shootout. It looks like Gabriel might play in this one. And uh, that's sort of why I didn't quite grab Oklahoma or uh, Kansas in this um, because I just – I wanted to wait and see, because I think this is a different game. If Gabriel plays, this turns into a big-time shootout. And if he doesn't, I I think Kansas can run away with that. Uh, But with the line being, you know, 7-8-9, I I think that says that everybody thinks Gabriel's playing in this one.
1: Yeah, if if Gabriel's playing, I think we're going to get a kind of a a replay of what we saw uh, Kansas against uh, TCU last week. And and it's just as back and forth. And, Uh, tcu kept answering but uh yeah like you said backup quarterback for kansas played really well that line's getting really tempting i think last i looked it was up to nine yeah uh uh, interesting considering oklahoma's played like hot garbage for two weeks in a row uh and and doesn't play any defense uh now uh gabriel coming back may be enough of a morale boost to, to to get them back in it but uh I, I'm not so sure. Uh, you know, your overlook's pretty good, but I, I may I may be talked into taking Kansas in the points uh, before too long.
0: Yeah, I, I think if it it sticks around that nine, I probably will grab it even if Gabriel comes back. And if uh, you know Gabriel isn't healthy, uh, I you grab that nine all day long because uh, whatever rando that Oklahoma has. Playing quarterback back there is not going to be able to beat Kansas, and we've certainly seen the Oklahoma defense uh, be sort of trashed a little bit. Uh, So uh, the the theory last week where I said the pro-style offense might suit Oklahoma's uh, defense a little better – Did not uh, work out all that well. Uh, They got (laughs) trashed uh, by uh, a more option attack and a more pro-style attack. So uh, either way, it it wasn't uh, good. So maybe they could bounce back a little bit here versus Kansas team, but uh, I'd certainly look at that money line too. This might be one where you just splash a little on that money line and and see what happens because, you know, I was impressed with the way Kansas played. So, uh, versus TCU, who uh, we'll get into here in a second, is probably playing to be the number one team in this conference uh, this weekend as well. So, you know, if Kansas can hang with them, they can certainly hang with Oklahoma. All right, let's switch to that one and go to TCU versus Oklahoma State. Uh, TCU, Oklahoma State... This is probably easily the two best teams in the Big 12. They've certainly played the best uh, so far in the Big 12. Uh, Oklahoma State goes to TCU. I, I know you've been big on TCU this year, but uh, I, I think in our conversations you've been a little bit more slightly leaning towards Oklahoma State here, but uh, no straight bet for you in this one. So uh, you sort of talked yourself out of it a little bit.
1: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm really – every time I look at this, I, I get tempted, and then I'm just staying away because – you know, Oklahoma State's just one of those teams that, that can really kind of throw something at you that you're not expecting. Uh, and I think they're capable of beating TCU, um, but I also think they're capable of just getting completely destroyed by TCU. Uh, TCU's offense has looked really, really good. Uh, quarterbacks playing tremendous. And uh, this being a home game for them, I think gives them a little bit of an advantage. I think that's why the line is uh, what you see it with TCU actually giving up some points here. Um <clears throat> That four-and-a-half is really tempting for Oklahoma State, though. I think this is going to be a close, hard-fought game. Uh, but for the reasons of unpredictability, I'm, I'm staying away from this one. I just don't think there's any any indication of what's going to happen.
0: Yeah, uh, I I just – I go back, and you probably shouldn't look at that first game of the season. But you look at that, and Oklahoma State had troubles stopping a offense that – runs a similar style in Central Michigan as TCU. Uh, TCU just has much better players. Uh, so I, I worry a little bit that we've, you know, Oklahoma State's defense has been much better uh, since that game, but they also really haven't, I'd say, played an offense uh that is that electric, uh, like TCU's offense has been. So I'm curious if Oklahoma State's uh, defense sort of regresses back to what we saw in that Central Michigan game. Uh, What gives me more worry is Central Michigan has basically been awful, uh, you know, ever since then. So if they're giving up 40 uh, to a Central Michigan offense, are they giving up 50 uh, to a TCU offense? And then you're asking, can Oklahoma State score 50 on TCU? Yes, maybe so, but uh, that becomes harder and harder on the road. So I just was sort of in stay-away mode from this game, uh, see how this game plays out, and uh, sort of reassess the Big 12 after this. Uh, we'll see if Texas can sort of work their way back into the Big 12 conversation as well.
1: Yeah, uh, this is a, a real big game for the Big 12. Uh, I think um... – I don't think they could really have a preference who wins this game, but I, th- I think whoever wins this game, the big 12 is going to be really rooting and hard to run the table and stay undefeated. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, I'm not sure who has the best shot at that. Uh, really? Uh, you know, TCU's offense may be fooling us a little bit. They have played Kansas and Oklahoma and back to back. Yeah.
0: All right. So let's go to our big 12 bets. Uh, I got one. You got none. Uh, I got Kansas, Oklahoma, 62 and a half on the over. Uh, you know, uh, that just seems pretty low. Uh, we just watched Kansas and TCU play in the 30s. Um, if Gabriel's back, Oklahoma should be able to score, you know, uh, in the easily the 28 to 30 point range. And really, if you look at it, even in the uh, Oklahoma game before that, uh, where they got beat up by TCU, you uh, You know, Oklahoma was scoring points. Uh, They just couldn't stop TCU until Gabriel, you know, got smashed, and then they sort of couldn't score points anymore. But uh, I think they had 14 or 17 when Gabriel was in there. So they were going to hit that 30, uh, 35-point mark. Uh, Now, they weren't going to stop TCU, but I I think it's – Pretty safe to assume that 30 points are coming from both sides here. So uh, I like that 62.5. I would also suggest taking that now because I, I think by Saturday, uh, and certainly once it's probably confirmed that Gabriel comes back, that thing probably climbs up to 64, 65 points.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Uh, nothing for you in the big 12 no. straight this week all right so we'll move to the big 10 uh, two games in the big 10 I-, I thought were worth talking about Penn State Michigan is the first one uh, this is interesting Penn State probably has I- I'd say the best win with a win at Auburn though you know that's semi-questionable uh, but it at least players of competent talent. Uh, Michigan's schedule's still been a little weak. Uh, The Maryland win looks okay. I I wouldn't say great, but uh, what do you make of this Penn State-Michigan game? I thought seven was uh, a lot of points uh, for a game I I think will be definitely played close to the vest here.
1: Yeah, I've been watching Michigan this last couple weeks, and uh, after dominating the first uh, three weeks uh, against their non-conference schedule, once they started getting into conference, Uh, They've really been struggling to put teams away as well as they were earlier, and uh, they've been in a lot of close fights. Uh, You know, you mentioned the Maryland win. Yeah, that looks good, but is it? You know, uh, you know, Penn State dominated Auburn. Uh, You know, that doesn't seem to be in a great win. You know, it's always tough to go down to a road SEC team. Uh, I mean, that might be the toughest game that any Big Ten team has played this year. Uh, (laughs) But uh, you know, I think the seven points. I mean. I don't know if that's just all due to the, the home field advantage for Michigan. This being in Michigan, I, I, I mean, I'd, I'd see Penn State being favorites if they were at home. So that's a lot of points just for the home field. But uh, I, 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 I'm shocked that it was seven because I don't think Penn State's shown me anything that, you know, Says that they're that much worse than Michigan. And Michigan hasn't shown me anything that they're that amazing other than dominating teams are supposed to. So I think getting seven in what could be an even matchup is pretty good value.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, I. I... Just looked at this game; it it sort of felt like a a Franklin special of uh, probably winning into the fourth quarter and then doing something ridiculous, and uh, you know, Michigan stealing the win there. So, you know, I I just thought seven was a little too much. It's really sort of hard to handicap these teams because they really haven't played anybody. This is the first, you know, matchup. We'll see how Penn State goes on the road, but they've already proven, you know, at least it's difficult to go on the road. And you know, we mentioned Michigan in that Maryland game it didn't look like their home field mattered all that much and uh, I just I thought it was a little weird because this line tells me that if Michigan went to Penn State, Michigan would probably be a two or three point favorite and I, I I just I can't believe that they would you know give points to Penn State at home in a game like that. So just a weird line uh, nonetheless but uh, should be an interesting game it, at least. Maybe measure out to see if one of these teams can, you know, at least lay a finger on Ohio State. Uh, you know, I don't have much hope of that, but uh, at least uh, if they could keep winning, maybe some confidence builds. But uh, we'll move to the next game here. Um, this uh, might be a battle for the uh, Big Ten crappy region here. So uh, uh, Minnesota goes to Illinois. Um, I. This one, I I feel like I'm getting trapped in. I did remove it from my straight bets, I, I will say, because I originally had Minnesota, and I just didn't want to. But, you know, I, I've watched both these teams play, and I, I just think Minnesota's a better team here. But, uh, you know, I, I've been bit by that before. So uh, what did you make of this matchup, Minnesota versus Illinois?
1: Yeah, you know, I I rode Minnesota last time they had a big game, and it bit me in the butt. Uh, You know, you told me otherwise. They kind of let me down uh, in the big game situation, and I think this might be a a spot where Illinois could get the win. I was actually thinking about putting Illinois in my straight bets, so I guess we balance each other out there. Uh, It should be a hard-fought game, and uh, it's really just going to depend on if Minnesota can really get rolling offensively. But, uh, you know, uh, I – they got that big win over Wisconsin, but now that doesn't really look like yeah. anything because Wisconsin's terrible. Uh, that's really what they had their resume built on. Uh, so they still got to kind of prove it to me. And, and this is a good shot, I, I guess. I mean, it's Illinois, but uh, this, this one could go either way. I, I, I was really tempted to take Illinois plus the six and a half or seven. It's been floating around there. Um, but uh, I'm just going to stay away from this one for sure.
0: Yeah, I, I think the number threw me off a uh, m- that I just didn't want to grab Minnesota with with that many points, uh, you know, on the road. And basically the one team they played, you know, that's been difficult this year was Purdue at home. And it was, I believe, 17-14 was the final score of that game. Uh, Maybe it was 14-10. It was a very low-scoring, you know, game where Minnesota's offense had been scoring 40-plus points every week and beating everybody by 40 points. Then all of a sudden they step up a little, in competition and it sort of drops uh, so I- i'm curious how they respond going on to the road here in illinois and you know uh, say what you will about But, uh, you know, he wins Big Ten games. Uh, It's not always pretty, and he throws a couple away like he did that Indiana game. Uh, You go back and look at that, Illinois could be undefeated if they knew how to game manage a little bit better. But uh, nonetheless, uh, I I leaned a little bit more Minnesota. You seem to lean a a little bit more Illinois. It'll be interesting to see. I still think Purdue's probably the favorite out of this one, but, uh, I, you know, I, I don't think we think Purdue's any special shakes either. So it's probably between, yeah. uh, I think, Illinois, Minnesota, and Purdue to sort of seize control of that division. So uh, straight bets here in the Big Ten. What do you got going on?
1: Yeah, I've just got that Penn State plus the seven. I think that's a good value and what should be a good matchup. I'm, I'm going to take the seven points. Uh I think I think it'll at least be a close game, and uh, so I'll I'll ride that advantage.
0: Yeah, I'm the same. I I match it. I got Penn State plus a seven uh, versus Michigan here uh, at two fifty for me, and then I'm gonna go with a little bit of an upset. Uh, Michigan State getting two forty-five versus Wisconsin. Uh, I know Michigan State hasn't been good, but. Uh, Wisconsin hasn't been good either. Uh, Michigan State's had a lot of road games uh, early on in their schedule. So I think going back home, uh, you know, here versus a poor Wisconsin team, giving them 245 I just think is pretty good value. Uh, You know, I I think we – both think this game's going to be a stinker, and you you give me a stinker game uh, with two teams who are prone to turn the ball over, uh, I get a couple fumbles my way. I get the 245. So I just thought... I guess Wisconsin played well last week versus Northwestern, but uh, you know, uh, speaking of horrendous teams in the big 10, I mean, I'm not ready to overreact to Wisconsin. Also, they lost one of their running backs uh, last week in that Northwestern game. So uh, I'm not completely sold uh, yet that Wisconsin is back and uh, playing good football. Uh, I'll just, Take a little shot on the plus 245. I thought it was pretty good value. All right, let's go to Conference USA. No real good matchup. Once again, there were, uh, I think, a lot of buys in this one, but uh, you got a straight bet on here.
1: Yeah, I'm taking North Texas. They've been good to me this year. I'm taking them again, this time at home. Kind of large spread, but it's under that touchdown uh, line there, minus at 6.5, hosting Louisiana Tech. Uh, I'm a little nervous because North Texas is susceptible on uh, uh, defense. They give up a lot of points, but they also score a lot of points. So I'm I'm going to take the home team minus uh, just under a touchdown. Uh, I've got uh, uh, just $144 play on that for me.
0: Yeah, I, I looked at this one, and I, I sort of liked La Tech. Now, it's really hard to judge La Tech because basically they're – uh, one win is a subdivision win that you mark off. Uh, their three losses are all losses that basically you'd expect them to have. They weren't any games you'd pencil them in winning. And then I, I thought they played well in that Utah- UTEP game last week. Now, granted, that's at home. So while I leaned to Louisiana Tech, uh, you know, getting that six and a half points, I, I just I didn't know if i trust them going to North Texas. We've seen North Texas be... Once again, much better at home than on the road. Uh, but I also don't know how much I trust that defense versus a solid offense in Louisiana Tech. So I just ended up sort of crossing it out. I might have thrown Louisiana Tech tech in a parlay maybe a money line thing where they were getting maybe okay value uh but uh just because i i I thought they played well in that utep game but you don't know how much of that is louisiana tech playing well in a game at home where they've always traditionally played well and then they go on the road to north texas where they've already always traditionally played well and sort of you know spit the bit there so i ended up staying away straight bet for that one uh we'll move to the mac uh this one's interesting. I, I, it's not a what we'd call a marquee matchup, but uh, <laughs> you know, uh, after UConn's win last week, we we did a little schedule dive. And there are three more winnable games for UConn on the schedule. (laughs) Uh, This would be one of them. If they want to get bowl eligible, which I don't think anyone probably penciled in at the beginning of the year, uh, they got to go into Ball State and win. So uh, UConn-Ball State, uh, I I think Ball State's won us over a little bit because we both sort of – like them a little bit more as they've won a couple games in the Mac. Now, granted, yeah. that's taking advantage of, uh, for some reason, the Compass Michigan schools have all fallen apart at the same time. But uh, what do you make of UConn Ball State here?
1: Yeah, things seem to kick off for Ball State after that weird win over Northern Illinois uh, that just yes. doesn't make any sense to me at all. Uh, Northern Illinois I had like a three-touchdown lead in that game and cost me a parlay and, and a straight bet. Uh, but, you know, yeah, you're right. I think this is another opportunity for UConn to get get another win. You know, they've got a couple good ones. They got one that was over some uh, nobody Connecticut school, I think, uh, some subdivision Central team, but, uh,
0: Connecticut State, you know them from basketball.
1: <laughs> but, uh, you know, anything can happen, especially with this, this Mac and UConn, you know, it, it really just depends on what how they come out that day, uh, especially Ball State.
0: All right, let's move to the real matchup here in the yes. Mac that's uh, entertaining Kent State versus Toledo. Now, uh, it's interesting because I, I think we both thought Kent State got a little bit of a bloated spread two weeks in Alluro, and uh, they ended up losing that game to Miami of Ohio. Uh, it, I, I, more than anything, it's just hard to get a read on this Kent State team because basically they played a ridiculous non-conference schedule and then they open up in conference Ohio, Miami of Ohio and Toledo. You're basically playing other than Buffalo the three other teams that we'd probably say are the best teams in the MAC right now. Yep. So what do you make of this team? Certainly uh, Toledo should be favored in this one but uh, I I think they overcorrected a little bit here cuz they probably made Kent state too much of a favorite the first two weeks, but I think they've made Toledo too much of a favorite, uh, this week. So I leaned a little bit more Kent state. I didn't end up putting in my straight bets, but uh, what do you see in this matchup here?
1: Yeah, I'm kind of the same way. I, I, I was really close, uh, just a knee jerk putting Kent state in my straight bets just because I thought that was a lot of points for a team that I think, you know, I think I picked originally in a preseason yeah. conference. Um, so, uh, but I just I kind of look back at how they performed this year. While Toledo's had a little bit of an easier schedule, I think they've really uh, taken care of business and dominated where Kent State struggled. So I think Toledo, yes, should be the favorite. But that that line is a little bloated, like you say. So uh, I may get talked into taking the points, but because it, it could end up being a really close game, yeah. uh, so those points could be end up pretty good. Because I think it was up to nine.
0: Yes, uh,
1: it was. last time, looked, which is is quite a bit, um, but. It really just depends on how much Kent State's got left in the tank because uh, they've got they've been through a lot of tough battles. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, but towards the end of the max season, I assume they're playing some of the crappy teams. I I might jump on them then for sure, but uh, I, I certainly might liven up a little bit uh, by Saturday and, and grab that Kent State because. Uh, I think this game means everything to both these teams here, who probably think this is one of the teams they need to beat uh, to win that that MAC. So uh, I, I certainly think this will be a tight game. So I thought the line was a little bit bloated. All right, straight bets uh, for the MAC. What are you looking at here?
1: Yeah, uh, you know, we, you spoke a little bit about that Miami Ohio team. They've they've kind of been sneaky good this year. They've uh, they've covered some good spreads. They've won some games that. Uh, They were uh, underdogs in, and uh, they're they're favorites in this one, but I think they're playing against a really poor team in Bowling Green. Yeah, they're going on the road, but I think Miami of Ohio is going to dominate this one. So I'm taking Miami of Ohio minus a a 6.5. Two-unit play for me, $288. Uh, And then I'm going to take another big favorite. I'm going to take Buffalo. Uh, Now they're minus 17 on the road at UMass, but – Buffalo has been really laying it on the teams that they're supposed to lay it on to, And I think they're going to put up a lot of points on UMass. So I'm going to take them to easily cover the 17. I've got, this is one of my bigger plays of the week, three units on that $432 on Buffalo minus 17.
0: Yeah. I, I'm going to stick on the Yukon wave and write uh, it uh, They've won two of their last three games. So uh, nine and a half. Uh, I, I don't think we thought we'd see ball state as nine and a half boy favorites uh, all year long. So uh, I, I think I'll grab onto that. And then uh, plus two seventy-five. I, I think that's decent money line. Uh, Cause I, I think, Talent-wise, it's probably pretty close uh, here. Uh, UConn's been pretty spunky, so they've been able to put up some points. Uh, The other thing I I think works in UConn's favor here is uh, this isn't a conference game for Ball State. It basically means nothing. So, uh, you know, uh, this means everything to UConn and basically (laughs) nothing to Ball State. Uh, Their job is to win conference games right now. So, uh, you know i think that might come into play a little bit too so uh a nine and a half i got 500 on that and uh yukon plus 275 on the money line i got 125 on that one uh no real game in the mountain west to uh discuss a lot of the good teams off we do have straight bets on a couple of games i almost put in here so uh, I-, I figured that would uh work our way so uh straight bet wise what are you looking at here in the mountain west
1: yeah, I've got. A, this is probably one of my more active conferences this week, and normally I work my way looking at the schedule. I have a lot more picks earlier in the day and, and fewer at the, on the West Coast uh, time slots. But I had a lot that I really liked in this one, uh, starting with your team from last week who just let you down, New Mexico. Uh, I've got them minus six at New Mexico State, uh, this big rivalry game they're going on the road. But I, I think they're a much better team than New Mexico State. Uh, but I'm just going to put one unit, uh, $144, on that one at just under a touchdown. This one is a touchdown favorite. I'm going to take San Jose State minus seven at a very, very, very bad Fresno State. They, they've lost um, all the things that made them great just a few years ago. And I think San Jose State's going to win this in double digits. I'm going to take the minus seven happily, a three-unit play, $432. And then finally, I'm going to take my team that's been good to me, I think, four out of the six weeks we've uh, done this this year. Uh, UNLV, I'm taking the nine-and-a-half uh, versus Air Force. They're at home getting nine and a half they're pretty good at covering the spread they may lose this game but i think they're going to keep it close so i've got a one unit play on that uh at 144 dollars.
0: yeah i, I i'm going to take unlv plus 280 on the money line straight here because uh air force hasn't really played well and they have played even worse on the road here yeah. uh now it, it'll be interesting to see how unlv sort of bounces back after uh, sort of realizing they were UNLV uh, last week for San Jose State, who put it on a pretty good. We'll see if they can sort of uh, get their uh, sales back underneath them and uh, put on a good performance. Because I do think they can play with this Air Force team from what we've seen yeah. from Air Force uh, the last couple of weeks. But if they sort of get down after that San Jose State game, uh, you know, Air Force, if they get up, they have st- – have the ability to sort of put it on you you saw that earlier in the year uh but the last couple weeks they haven't been able to really get up and they've sort of had to try to grind people away and they haven't been able to do that so uh unlv plus 280 uh 125 on that straight bet uh for me uh and we'll move to the pac-12 where we got a couple good ones here in the pac-12 uh we'll start with usc utah uh this one was a bit polarizing for me because you know how I love taking Utah. Certainly, Utah at home versus USC. Uh, but one, the honestly, if I was probably taking somebody in this game, I, I'd probably take USC because uh, I still think they're overrating this Utah team a, a little bit. Uh, defensively, they just don't seem to be what they've been Uh Yep. Basically the whole Kyle Whittingham area. This is probably the worst Utah defense I have seen under, under Kyle Whittingham, and that's, I don't know, 20 years. <laughs> so uh, they played two offensive teams in UCLA and Florida, uh, haven't been able to really stop either, and, and lost both games. Now, that being said, both games were on the road, uh, so, you know, it, it's much difficult to go into, you know, Utah and win Uh, this USC team I will say continues to get it done Uh, this is one of those where if you watch USC play you probably have a different feel about them than if you just are looking at the score Uh, because once again that Washington State game was uh, a three-point game with about a minute left in that fourth quarter or third quarter, and then they tacked on a couple touchdowns late and stretched that lead out, and that's sort of what USC has been doing. Uh, but I don't know defensively if Utah can uh, sort of slow them down like they've been able to do in years past. So what do you make of this uh, USC-Utah matchup here?
1: Yeah, I've had this round in the chamber uh, for the upset and, and getting ready to pull the trigger on the upset on USC for a while now, I think, you know, you said it, they haven't really been, uh, you know, the, the, the score shows dominant, but they've actually been close in a lot of games and, and actually, uh, had some pretty poor for defensive performances. Uh, and I had this one circled. I had I thought, you know, Utah is going to play defense, uh, USC is going to go in there and, and, and have trouble. But then I watched Utah play this last week against UCLA and, uh, just really struggled to do anything defensively and i mean ucla was taking screen passes to the house missed tackles everywhere blown coverages and um so i i i think uh i think usc's gonna get this one i think i'm gonna keep that ground chambered for another week and and start looking ahead for another upset i think they're due one before the end of the regular season but we're running out of opportunities
0: yeah i i looked at it and i Also was uh, curious if maybe weather would have come into effect, but uh, it's still pretty nice in Salt Lake City right now. So you don't even get the, you know, sort of weather advantage that usually Utah plays with, uh, you know, starting around this time of year. So the other thing is, though, Utah might be able to outscore USC too. I, you know, uh, Utah's offense has been... Fine, <laughs> which is the weirdest thing. Uh, you know, Utah finally has a team that can score 30, 35 points, and, uh, you know, the defense isn't there with them. You know, you give this offense to some of those Utah teams the last, you know, 10 years, they easily are undefeated. But uh, just a weird sort of uh, circumstance there, but should be interesting to see. Uh, Utahs could still win this side of the conference, too. They got yep. one conference loss to UCLA. Uh, UCLA goes up to Oregon next week, so, you know, it, it's still in play if Utah can beat USC here and, and you know, get on a roll. Uh, next up, two teams who are probably sort of trying to stay touch uh, here with uh, Oregon, uh, you know, with the uh, sort of disastrous trip with Washington, uh, you know, down south, uh, you One of these two teams could keep themselves halfway relevant here. I think we both think Oregon's probably a a pretty decent favorite now uh, with, you know, like I said, Washington losing both games that they went down South uh, for. So uh, Washington state goes to Oregon state. Uh, Who do you think has an advantage here? I I definitely lean Oregon state here. Uh, I think Washington state has played tough, but, I think we put a lot on that win in Wisconsin, and then you look back at yeah. that win in Wisconsin, and uh, I think a lot of teams would have gone in there and won in Wisconsin.
1: Yeah, I, I'm not so sure about this uh, this matchup here. I, I I wanted to take the points here, but I think Oregon State's going to be able to keep, find a way to get this one done. Uh, but uh, I think this is going to be a really hard-fought game. I think it could be a low-scoring game, actually. I think yeah. this could be some- Defenses that come out to play, and uh, we could have a a, a nice little under. Uh, maybe uh, I haven't looked at that line uh, exactly, but uh, I'm just going to see what happens on this outcome. I think it's going to be uh, a really hard-fought division battle, and uh, uh, but I think the home team's going to have the advantage here.
0: Yeah. Uh... I really, I ended up really liking Oregon State here because I, I just think they're the better football team, and I think at home in Corvallis, uh, they'll be able to get up for this game. They've also had sort of a, a week uh, to prep for this game. Uh, Washington State's coming off the tough game versus USC, traveling back up north. Uh, so I, I really like Oregon State, and I just think they're the better football team here. So. Uh, One straight bet uh, between us here in the uh, Pac 12. I have Oregon State minus the 3.5 for uh, 500. All right, let's move to the SEC. And uh, we got a couple games that are, uh, I guess, worthwhile talking about. Really, one game worthwhile talking about and two sort of uh, uh, nice matchups on paper. But I. Don't know how good either of the four teams are, but uh, Alabama-Tennessee uh, is the big game this week. And uh, But this is a little bit hard to sort of handicap here
1: because
0: uh, yeah. we don't know who's playing quarterback for uh, Alabama currently. Uh, if it's young, uh, you know, uh, I lean way more heavy Alabama if he's healthy. Uh, you know, if it's yeah. – uh, unhealthy young playing Uh, i temper my expectations if it's the freshman i think this becomes a much closer game uh one because alabama will try to make sure it's close like you saw last week uh basically that whole second half they weren't going to let that uh, kid do anything uh but sort of hand the ball off and run and even as he started fumbling uh, i don't even think they wanted him running so uh it's kind of hard to handicap this one because we don't know uh the quarterback situation with alabama but uh how are you looking at it right now
1: yeah i think if you could tell me that young was going to play and he was going to be a hundred percent i think i'd be pretty confident in telling you alabama is going to win this football game but at this point the way they've been leaning uh, even if he does play uh, you know where he's at percentage wise health and 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 ready to go it, it be a whole nother thing. They, they, he may be really limited if he does play. And, uh, uh that makes things a little interesting. I, I think, I think Tennessee is going to want to get this into a shootout. And, 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 you know, you were talking earlier about how Bama is just going to want to really just trying to control the ball and, and, uh, not let Tennessee take advantage of any mistakes and just run the ball with their, their experienced offensive line and, and their you know, stable of running backs. Um, and, and that may be able to get it done, uh, I think the spread's kind of right on the money, um, and, and you know, Vegas is probably thinking the same things we are because you've you've seen that line, that point line. It's around 62. I think both of these teams were averaging. Uh, I know Tennessee's over 40, and Bama's probably in the 30s. Um, so, but I think Vegas is kind of looking at the quarterback situation as well and thinking that uh, even if Young does play, he might not be 100%. So I think I think we could have a really good football game. I'm I'm, I'm not confident enough to put anything down on my Vols. As as much as I would like to, uh, but I I hope we at least get something close.
0: Yeah, I I think that's where it's hard to sort of handicap this because if Young plays and he's healthy, I don't think they care if they get in the shootout uh, because they'll assume their players on defense will be able to get a, a couple stops. And I don't know. If they think Tennessee can stop them, if Young is healthy, uh, you know, and if he's not healthy, then it sort of becomes how they game plan. And if it's the freshman, I I really think this tempo slows to a crawl. And it's if they can get that tempo slow to a crawl, because I don't think there's any way they win a shootout with that, you know, freshman kid. Now that being said, you know, he has very talented. He's just very raw and young. So, you know, he might be able to run for 400 yards uh, judging by some of the breakdowns that I've seen. So it's just really hard to sort of tell what this is, uh, you know, right now. Uh, So I I just sort of stayed away. Uh, If you could tell me a healthy Bryce Young, seven's probably worth taking considering Bama is very rarely under 10 points as a favorite, and uh, I don't think Tennessee has beaten them uh, basically since I think uh, Brody Croyle was uh, taking snaps for quarterback. So it, just a hard game to go. Uh, an interesting game. We'll go to the next one. Arkansas is going to BYU. Um <laughs> I don't understand this whatsoever. Uh, You're in the middle of your conference season. Uh, You're on a little bit of a down track here because you played three or four tough games in a row, and now you're going to travel out to Provo at night and sort of try to play with them. Uh, I think Arkansas is probably better than BYU, but this is a difficult game, and it's Probably not one you want to be scheduling if you're trying to win games, uh, certainly if you're trying to get bowl eligible, because it might start to get close here for this Arkansas team because there's not a lot of guaranteed wins left on that schedule here.
1: Yeah, there's one thing, you know, and I don't think it has a huge impact. I, I do think it's a day game. I think it's 3.30 our time, so I think it's probably around noon, a little after lunch there. Uh, I may be wrong there, but this is a game I looked at, and I was like, I'm not going anywhere near – this game, uh, I, there's just no telling, you know, K.J. Jefferson's health uh, is has been in question. Uh, he, he missed the last game and. Uh, body, their offense looks good most of the time, um, but I just don't think there's any way you can tell what's going to happen in this game. Arkansas needs to win desperately, but, uh, I you know, going into BYU is a really tough road trip.
0: Well, the Bryles kid might start calling fourth and one passes with a third-string quarterback, so uh, <laughs> good call there. Uh, anyway, uh, I, I just stayed away from this one. I don't really know. It, it's probably two teams, similar talent, sort of similar play styles. It, it's just one of those you probably want to stay away from. I'd lean home. I think that's why the spread's hanging around yeah, one. That's a, I'd lean home, <laughs> team, if you make me take it, but that's because – BYU is at, home. if you flipped it, I'd probably lean Arkansas if it was in Little Rock. So, you know, that's where I'm going with this one. Uh, LSU versus Florida. Uh, I sort of pegged this one as sort of you could regroup your season here. You know, Florida's had a couple tough losses. LSU's coming off, uh, you know, a tough loss. And then the, you know, loss to FSU at the start of the season here. LSU goes to Florida. Really, when I watch these two teams, I think Florida's the better team here. Uh, and I will say, they seem to play harder at times. This LSU team sort of is hot and cold, and hot and cold sort of in game. And Florida hasn't won these games, but they never seem to quit. Uh, you know, they. Keep charging and keep coming. You saw it in the Kentucky game, even as they were making mistakes. You know, the quarterback throwing a couple picks. Next series, they're coming at you, coming at you. Uh, Same thing with the Tennessee game where they practically gave everybody in the stadium a heart attack. Uh, So I I just lean Florida because I think they'll sort of... They'll want this a little more than LSU. And I, I think if LSU certainly gets down, uh, you might see another blowout here. It, it, they just seem to fold a little too quickly for my liking in that Tennessee game, uh, even though, you know, things just sort of curtailed badly from the very minute of the kickoff on that one.
1: Yeah, I, I look at uh, the quarterbacks here, and I think Richardson's the better quarterback Um and I think Florida, you know, LSU's slow starts is going to kick them again. Uh, they don't mm-hmm. seem to play the first half very much. And in and, and Gainesville is not somewhere where you want to get behind. Uh, I just think Florida, uh, being less than a field goal favorite here is, is pretty good. Uh, good at home. Uh, I just think offensively they're going to be able to move the ball just a little bit better than LSU and, and, and maybe even make some plays on defense. They got a pick six last week and, uh, so I, I think that's something that could happen as well.
0: Yeah, definitely. So uh, we'll see if Florida still has a, you know, the only thing to be worried about would be the defensive breakdowns where they give up these explosive plays. Uh, but, you know, I'm not a hundred percent sure how capable LSU is of sort of hitting those uh, explosive plays. Uh, next uh, we're going to the Sun Sunbelt. Uh, one game I, I thought caught my eye, Old Dominion versus Coastal Carolina. Uh Old Dominion's about to go through the heart of the Sun Belt here. Uh, They've had a, I'd say a solid season for Old Dominion, but they're about to, you know, run through every good team in the Sun Belt to close out the season here. I think, I wouldn't say they are capable of winning the Sun Belt, but they could certainly keep themselves relevant here uh, if they can get off to a hot start to Coastal. Uh, That being said, James Madison should, probably just be declared the winner i did notice they got a 25th ranking as well this week so uh which it's hard to argue considering they beat everybody by 30 plus points but uh old dominion coastal carolina how do you see this one
1: yeah i i think old dominion's definitely got a shot here um i I lean towards almost taking the spread just because i've watched coastal carolina play defense and uh they continue to win close game after close game now they are winning those games uh, but they're not really putting anybody away, and, and that makes me nervous. And this Old Dominion team has, has proved that they can go in on the road and get big wins. You know, they went in and beat Virginia Tech earlier in the year. Um, so I I think this should be a close game, and I think Coastal may get the win. But, uh, you know, you're, you're looking at the value with Old Dominion, and they may have a shot.
0: Yeah, I just think this might get into a little bit of a shootout, and that – sort of tips uh where old dominion might maybe be able to make a couple plays so uh i I skipped our sec bets so we'll go back and do those uh but nonetheless old dominion plus 340 uh 125 on that one for me uh I i just thought it was worth a shot here especially when you watch coastal's defense it's always sort of hot and cold now they're easily able to probably throw up a 40 spot on old dominion here. And if they get there, I, I don't know if old dominion, uh, can score that much, but if they could keep it in the thirties, uh, I think this, uh, could sort of be a, a game where they could spring the upset. So, uh, let's go back to the sec. What are your straight bets here?
1: You know, we talked about it. I've got Florida minus the two and a half, $144 on that one. And, uh, one we didn't talk about, but I, I like Mississippi State. Uh, you know, they're, they're big favorites on the road. It's minus six and a half, but I think this Kentucky team is spiraling, and, and I don't know if Will Levis is going to play again in this one. And without him, uh, this Kentucky team is completely lost. They lost to a pretty poor South Carolina team last week, and I think it may get worse this week, losing to their West rival in Mississippi State at home
0: yeah uh well i got florida as well minus the two and a half i'm going with uh one of my big ones and i haven't branched much out of my 500 range but i'm i'm going 750 on florida here minus the two and a half uh certainly if it stays under that three number i I, it probably wouldn't grab it if it goes over uh that three number on three and a half uh but as long as it stays two and a half three I, i definitely stick uh florida with 750 and then i'm going Auburn plus 475 versus old Miss we didn't really talk about this game uh, mostly because Auburn is terrible and uh, I don't I still don't know if we know what old miss is somehow they've not even still played anybody uh, I mean say what you will they got that Kentucky win uh, you know they can try to showboat about their top 10 win over Kentucky but uh, I think by the end of the year uh, we might not think Kentucky's a top 10 team so Ole Miss still hasn't beaten anybody Uh, Auburn sort of had their number the last handful of years so I I thought plus 475 for an Ole Miss team who's was losing at halftime to vanderbilt uh, you know and granted got uh, a handful of scores there in the third quarter but uh if you're playing even with vandy e- even if vandy is scoring points this year uh you should have lost that kentucky game I, I think auburn can hang around here plus 475 just seemed like a lot so i got 125 on that one as well all right uh let's go to the parlays um Let's have you start out in the parlays, and then I'll close because I got a ton uh, this week. We're back in the right. parlay market this week.
1: All right. Well, I've got a few here. Let's uh, let's see if I can hit something other than just a teaser parlay this week, maybe make a little bit of money. Uh, we're going to start off with a three-team spread parlay. Uh, this is my West Coast teams here. I've got New Mexico minus the 6.5 UNLV plus the 9.5 San Jose State Minus the seven for plus five ninety six. I've got a half a unit play on that seventy two dollars. Uh, another three team spread parlay at a plus five ninety six. I've got another seventy two dollars on it. It's Clemson minus three and a half, Buffalo minus a seventeen, and Miami of Ohio minus six and a half. Um, I've got a two team money line money line parlay at plus six thirty six. A quarter of a unit play thirty six dollars here. Uh, Just a couple upsets, NC State and Penn State. I think I'm going to take a little shot at those two getting the win there. Um, And then my teaser, I've got uh, a plus six point teaser for plus 182 units on it, $288. I've got Florida, Mississippi State, and Oklahoma State. I think that takes uh, Oklahoma State up to getting 10 points in that matchup. So really good value there. Um, And then finally, I added another uh, upset special last minute, uh, Moneyline Parlay, plus 1084. UNLV and Michigan state. i got a quarter unit on it. $36, uh, you know, I, I looked at your plays. I, I looked closer at that Michigan State, and I think that's pretty good value on the upset play
0: Yeah, there. I, I think it is. Uh, all right, uh, I got a bunch of three-team parlays this week. We're going to start out with Minnesota minus the six-and-a-half, Utah minus three-and-a-half, and Mississippi State uh, minus the six on my first three-team parlay. Uh, the next one, we're going Auburn plus the 14-and-a-half, Michigan State plus the seven-and-a-half, and Clemson minus the three-and-a-half versus FSU. Uh, next one. The cat we got the Kent state plus the nine UNLV plus the 10 and old dominion plus the twelve and a half. who would have thought Kent state UNLV old dominion those are the fun parlays where you look back and go what were you doing uh southern miss minus the four Syracuse minus the three and a half and Ohio plus the one in my next one and my last three team parlay uh Memphis plus five versus East Carolina Rice plus four versus Florida Atlantic uh, I almost ended up taking that Rice one straight uh I I still don't think people respect Rice. They won again last week. Uh, this Rice team is kind of good. Uh, pay attention, and uh, we're going to ride this horse. One of us has to take them uh, every week uh, and uh, be disappointed. So I'm going to be disappointed uh, this week. Uh, Northern Illinois plus two and a half versus Eastern Michigan. Surely uh, they can sneak one here. So Memphis plus five, Rice plus four, Northern Illinois plus two and a half. We got a two team underdog parlay here. Penn State plus 200, Kansas plus 280. Uh, that plays 10.39 on that one. So uh 10.4 uh, to one uh, another one Kent State plus 275 Louisiana's Tech plus 210 uh, that one plays uh, 10 16, so uh, almost 10.2 to, to one and then my last Moneyline Parlay only plus 601 on this one but uh, we got the Rice uh, plus 155 and Memphis plus 175 on that one plus 601 on that all right we're going to take our favorite parlays I mentioned I had a couple of these on here. Uh, We're going Oregon State minus 175. Clemson minus 185. That is two-team parlay is plus 141. So you get a little boost on that if Oregon State and Clemson went out right. Got 250 on that one. Uh, next one is a three-team money line parlay with uh, North Carolina, Mississippi State, and Florida. That one's plus 235. Have 250 on that one. And then uh, I got one Thursday game. I Yeah, Thursday. Uh, Baylor Central Florida minus 147 for that two-team money line parlay parlay for 250 on that one as well so we'll see if baylor can go on the road versus west virginia and get that one i'm not too worried about the uh central florida side of things on that uh with temple coming down to them but uh back in the parlay game this week we'll see if we can hit a couple of those uh after we had uh sort of a light week with only three parlays and uh didn't hit any of them last week so uh that's our show. Week 7 is upon us. We'll see what uh, sort of spits out. Uh, uh will be interesting going into Week 8 uh, as we have a little bit better picture of some of these undefeated teams uh, probably uh, getting a loss here. So should be a fun week, Week 7. Uh, be sure to like and subscribe. Look for our NFL show coming out in the next couple days. Uh, that's our show, and we're out. Greenlight Network presents football time